0: Lock, talk Radio. You're listening to Pack Stereo on the Internet at Live365.com.
1: transition to.
2: Begin, Alexa. Begin playlist broadcast transition.
1: Your playlist, broadcast transition. All right. Initiating
2: that transition. Ladies and gentlemen, we're initiating that transition, but the ongoing process And it goes back. gentlemen, we are initiating that process and verifying our streams. It is that way some of these days, as you know, we are too subject to those windows improvements. But it looks like everything is go, it looks like we have Facebook. It looks like we have YouTube. It looks like we have Twitch. It looks like they are all in effect now. So, ladies and gentlemen, without further ado, and because ado comes as a great premium,
3: yeah, day.
2: it's time! That information. We're going live. We're starting live on YouTube. I think we got the Facebook. But you know, good morning, everybody. This is the way it's working. The two-man team, Victor Allen and I, <laughs> and uh, you know, just getting this going. Okay, sometimes okay. it turns out to be a major hurdle. In fact, but hold on. <laughs> wait, wait.
3: I forgot my job. You know, there's no holding on. This is a commercial break. What's up, you guys? I hope your Monday has been blessed. I hope all of your dreams come true, at least for the rest of the day. Welcome back, Morning Coffee. We've been off since, I would say, right at the beginning of spring, last week of March, Had to take time off so you can sit back and troubleshoot stuff, which you're doing. Um, if you find that we're constantly implementing new stuff, I know people going, like, just get to the show. Don't tell me all about that engagement stuff. It do not make any difference. So in the meantime, hey, you know, we miss you guys, at least for today. <laughs> at least. What can I say? Right.
2: It's a wonderful day in the neighborhood, and it is good to be back, you all. I had to don my full apparel here because, like they said, we're, we're pioneering and doing so many things today. And so uh, it's been fun. has been a crazy morning. First things first. Happy Cinco de Mayo, holiday gone by. I want to say it to all my folks of uh, Mexican descent, Happy Cinco de Mayo, Uh, because Cinco de Mayo is a special day, and it's an awful excuse to have some fun and get a little high. (laughs) Alexa, good morning.
1: Good morning. May is National Golf Month. Here's a joke to get you in the swing of things. Why did the
3: golfers get kicked out of the library? Their pants were too loud.
2: Oh no, I mean, that was my bro. Okay, all right, yeah, all right. For <laughs> well, those who don't know, uh, Mother's Day is coming. I hope that you are prepared. Those of you still have mothers around to celebrate, and I, mine is still here, and so I'm going to be celebrating. But you got to remember, Mother's Day is coming. So you, uh, I would, we, we're programming Alexa, Alexa. Remind me to call mom on Mother's Day.
1: What time Sunday should I remind you? About
2: Nine o'clock, 9 a.m.
1: Okay, I'll remind you Sunday at 9 a.m. Hey,
2: hey Alexis. Alexa, Give me an idea for Mother's Day.
1: Give mom a gift of self-care and treat her to an appointment for a massage or a mani-pedi. Oh, okay.
2: Give it up for (laughs) Alexa, (laughs) y'all. Artificial intelligence. (sighs) Artificial intelligence has helped me out. I tell you, it's working. Oh, by the way, celebrate my Howard mug. Got my Howard mug. Unfortunately, there's no coffee in this Howard mug today. But it's a grand Hemsley tradition to have the big-ass mug. It's like when you graduate stuff. My father did this with you. When you graduate you get to buy the big-ass mug and a sweatshirt. And so when I graduated Howard, in order to follow in the family tradition, I also got the big-ass mug. <laughs> the big-ass mug. And, you know, the funny thing about the big-ass mug, don't walk in and find other people drinking out your big-ass mug. <laughs> you be like, that's my big-ass mug. That's <laughs> right. You know, it's one of those, you know. So anyway, I decided that the big-ass Howard University mug has to at least sit in and on the show. So we're sitting in big-ass mug. <laughs> big-ass mug. All right, you guys. You know, I don't know about you, but the holiday season, which is now, you know, sort of past, we always do special reminders of people that, you know, being single is sometimes difficult for the holiday season. But this is the time of year when those of us who are single through the holidays, we really get to sit back and enjoy life. Why? Because all those other folks are in debt. Their credit cards are charged all up. They're all stressing out from the past Christmas and Easter and Valentine's Day, all that shit. Their credit cards are all charged up. And those of us who are single, at least we didn't accumulate debt. A few of us might actually have saved a few things. Where's my?
0: Uh...
2: <laughs> Thank you. So I just want to remind people that I too, being a single person, and enjoying this moment of increased finance due to my singleness. Now, if you could only get past your birthday. <laughs> Your yeah. own birthday, because then you got to buy them shit to stay too no. quick. No, I'm just kidding. If you sounding jaded. Try yeah. not
3: to sound jaded, Vic. Yeah, well, you are. It's easy to point out the things you do, but there's some women out there going like this. You don't have no soulmate on your, on your tip, do you? No, I don't have any. But I
2: have been, <laughs> right. I have paid in the years past. I <laughs> yeah, That's a cop-out. <laughs> hey, got me. Everybody call Right. Anyway, right. well, it's not all like that. All right, we do have a few announcements, you guys, because that's the way it is in the morning coffee show. We have the full show today, which includes the news, we got the sports, we got the hot picks, we got a bunch of stuff, you guys. You know, and so I got some announcements coming up in a second. But first, but first, we need to do the weather. Then da People say why, Mario? Why? Why, Mario? They, they, they say that. They, they do. <laughs> why, Mario? Why do the weather? We do the weather to make us aware of the situations of our friends and family in other places. That's why. See, we want to know how their day is going. It's an act of kindness, stepping outside ourselves. So, first of all, let's do the weather here. Alexa. Blue. What's the weather in Compton, California?
1: Currently, in Compton, California, it's 66 degrees Fahrenheit with mostly cloudy skies. Today, you can expect intermittent clouds with a high of 74 degrees and a low of 57 degrees. There you
2: go. All right. Now, how about this? Up in Port Townsend, Washington, we have Mac McAllister, the GNM Bureau Chief, HNIC. He's up here in Port Townsend. He is the producer of the weekly syndicated Mac McAllister's Retro Jazz and Blues. So we got Mac McAllister. We got to find out how he's doing. Alexa, what's the weather in Port Townsend, Washington?
1: In Port Townsend, Washington, it's 57 degrees Fahrenheit with cloudy skies. Today, you can look for intermittent clouds. With a high
2: of 65 degrees and a low of 51 degrees. Well, back look for that shit. <laughs> Highs and lows, all kind of stuff. And that's that all. We still gotta look around the world because we have friends in Pittsburgh. A lot of friends in Philly and New family. I got family all in New York and Philly. Our family, my family's there. Wish my cousin Kansas a Whaley happy birthday. But we got a bunch of folks, you know, family everywhere. So, in Alexa, what's the weather in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania?
1: In Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, it's 68 degrees Fahrenheit with cloudy skies. Today, you can look for clouds and showers pretty warm. with a high of 71 degrees and a low of 53 degrees.
2: That's, you know, that's not bad for Pittsburgh. 65 degrees. Okay. Mm. We got to go down south, though, mm. like to the ATL. So, Alexa. What's the weather today in Atlanta? Alexa, weather Atlanta?
1: Currently in Atlanta, Georgia, it's 80 degrees Fahrenheit with sunny skies. Today, you can expect mostly sunny weather with a high of 83 degrees and a low of 58 degrees.
2: Give it up for Alexa. We work at it this morning. We haven't really been doing I've been adding this artificial yeah up. I've been adding this artificial intelligence to adding it. Because the other intelligence stuff isn't going too well either, so I figured artificial. Hmm. You know, and uh, but we're behind on things. We're behind on things because some things are scary. I want everyone to know that I blow up co hosts, which I actually ordered two from China. The first blow up co host is here. It's a little scary, though. It's a little scary. It's a little scary, guys. It's a little scary. So, they, they, in the bag, they're a little creepy. See, when they come, the, the blow up co host, they like in a plastic bag, like this. So, that looks kind of creepy. You don't know if Jeffrey Dahmer sent you a Christmas package. <laughs> you know, the little hands and legs. So I posted some pictures online, and I guess I should have pulled it up, but so is <laughs> But I want everyone to know that the blow-up co-hosts, which amazingly, they do that silicone, they smooth. <laughs> Just saying. So as soon as Vic and I have some time, Nico was going to help because she thinks it's you know, hilarious, but she, you know, she thinks it's a little weird, too. So we got to blow up the co-hosts. And I want you to know that's coming. <laughs> <laughs> Boy, I got to know. It's coming, it's coming. Okay, Alexa, give me that birthday roundup.
1: Today's birthday stars include poet Robert Browning, born 1812; actor Gary Cooper, born 1901; quarterback Johnny Unitas, born 1933; disco legend Selma Houston, born 1946; and '90s pop star Eagle Leggerie, born 1971. Additionally, today in 1824, was the world premiere of Ludwig von Beethoven's Ninth Symphony in Vienna,
2: Austria. How did I miss that? One? That's Alexa. Alexa, we're working her today. We get a lot. I told you, I'm coming this week, you guys. Uh, tomorrow night, the Quiet Storm, live interactive DJ experience. The theme for the night is the heat is on. One of those themes right? now, you have no idea what kind of music that is. That's a thing. Well, I... Do that intentionally, moi. i <laughs> will just say. So it seems tomorrow night, If the heat is on, we go in search of Nepenthe. Now, he's say, "But well, I don't understand. Well, Nepenthe is a term that I got from Edgar Allan Poe from the, the poem The Raven. When he says, quaff, oh quaff. This kind, Nepenthe. And I looked it up, and Nepenthe is a mythical Greek potion that banishes sorrow. And that's what I've been calling we ever since. <laughs> you know, you get that from the, that's the kind of eclectic shit you get. Only here at Pax TV. <laughs> My boy with Mario. Now you know about Nepenthe. the N-E-P-E-N-T-H-E. Nepenthe. So the quiet storm tomorrow night, the heat is on, in search of Nepenthe. And I actually have some the right here It's wonderful <laughs> shit Okay On Friday, the Mario's Magic Mixtape We got the CD number 4 As we go through the series of the Bacterial, the independent music label We go through the CD releases This is the CD release number 4 The Other Stuff, Not on the CD By the Hemsley Foster Project And we'll be going through that and premiering that On Friday Also, on Friday, Vic, we were supposed to have, unfortunately, we had to cancel for some last minute things came up for Miko. Always, she's subject, all of us are subject to opportunities where we have to change. Right. But this coming Friday, we're
3: looking to get Miko back, huh? Absolutely, man. It's, It's the way of the world. Like you said, multiple projects in, not development, in production and getting paid. So you always have to shift. So, you know, everything's on demand anyway. Everything's on demand. Yeah.
2: Okay, you guys, check this out. You may have noticed that something you may be experiencing right now that's working. <laughs> if it's working right now, something you may actually be experiencing, the uh, Live 365. So I don't see I don't see one of them, but we'll, we'll see whatever. we But we're, right now we are simultaneously broadcasting in high depth to Facebook, and also to YouTube, you guys. And we're doing the Live 360 to uh, Facebook and to YouTube also. <laughs> Live 360, I believe. Yeah, there it is. So all of that is going on, and so, so far, so good. You guys, we're doing more stuff. And I've been studying. Check this out. This is one of my new announcements. LinkedIn. How many of you guys use LinkedIn or Instagram? Well... Dick and I have been doing our due diligence and you're gonna see expanded roles at my line. Some of you may have seen this morning's Dick, before this show, seven posts were automatically done just to announce this show. Right. Okay. So I'm on that thing. I'm trying to follow the lead of Victor Allen, everybody. Victor Allen he's leading in the social he the social
3: media. Guru here, Patrick. What's that? <laughs> you, you, you up the audio. I up the audio for the camera. For the camera. So, trade off.
2: Where was that? Correct. Anyway, I'm following Victor Allen's lead in social media. We do have what we call extreme social media. Yes. It's extreme. Yes. It's extreme in all ways because it's unpredictable. Yeah. And even more, when you come into a live event, we ask you to stream the event because Part of the concept of stream social media includes the concept that you can watch an event from a variety of viewpoints, right. and that everybody in there with a phone who's broadcasting represents a viewpoint. So even in here at Pax Stereo TV, right now we're, we're broadcasting. That's what we do it, you guys. I'm you this to you. Hipping, well, hipping you to this. So you can be aware of this emerging technology. Thing. Black people don't do this. You know Those are but it's that emerging technology. So now we got improved scheduling and every. I got. Link, I'm hooking up LinkedIn. Just hooking it up, and I hooked up Instagram. I'm using it. I'm meeting a bunch of Instagram people. Y'all are kind of freaking easy. Instagram folks, said, you know to just share pictures. It's uh, just sharing, sharing. <laughs> right. I know. I remember that from the '60s. The concept of sharing, love you, the one you're with, so I guess Instagram is today's version, because they're all into sharing their pictures, their photos, and I must admit, it is something that keeps me up late at night, and I'm point of. so, (laughs) all right, today, too, you guys want you to know, today's episode is going to be historic, in that this is the first episode in which I'm going to be doing the full workflow to get it up on Amazon Prime, Cross your fingers. Let's see how long it takes Mario to get this episode up on Amazon Prime. It's ticking time, Bob. Tick, tick. Because we've been working with Amazon, and I've been working on getting a bunch of the videos ready for Amazon. I got eight of them almost ready. You see, it takes a lot of stuff. We had to do transcriptions, and that's continuing. We're going to have to get this show transcribed as part of the process. Because to be on Amazon, you have to have a transcription available. So, all right, enough of that shit. Uh, other than to let you know, you're going to be seeing more and more and more. Okay. Uh-oh. All right, here we go.
0: Hmm.
2: I want you guys to feel there's a new feature. <laughs> okay, i got to get it too. hmm. They got to sing the first part. We're now going to do the Can-Can the Man 30-second membership update and viewer stats. I'm, what do you mean? That doesn't sound really exciting. I, you have to be up late at night smoking for this work, but let's get the concepts. One, two, three, four. Who can take an update? Take a token too. Who can quote statistics with a new point of view? You know who can? You know who can, can? can. You know who can, can? Because he mixes his beloved, makes the world feel good. You're reading from Facebook. I don't know yet, the can, can, man. That's the can, can, man. 30 seconds. Here we go, can, can, man. Can, can, man, he's 30 seconds. That's right. Let me tell you the stats. Membership update at PacStereo.tv, where you should be watching right now. 5379, 5,379 members at PacStereo Club. Club PacStereo. Pack Stereo, 2,418 members. And how about those viewership stats? At Livestream.com, 11,806,000. And LZ, 3.2. At the, uh, messed it up. At YouTube, 1.5. At morning coffee, YouTube, 476,000. At hot picks, YouTube, 493,000. And even new new sports coming up hard pick, 99,000.
3: Everybody, that's right. Yeah. Ah. This, is about the, this is about the loudest I've heard you because we're the record. I,
2: you know, what with doing my notes in, well, Add energy.
3: No, no, it, that's no, that's volume. Volume, not energy. <laughs> yeah,
2: right. All right, we're gonna come hey. back a little bit with new news. take. I got news today. My news, where's my news? My news is. Uh, where's my news, man? Excuse me, okay, my news is. Let me see. The new normal continues as the Trump camp circles the wagons and prepares for war. And then I have a commentary on Kanye West. Okay, In terms of marijuana, weed prices are dropping remarkably, and I'm going to take you to Wake and Bake and tell you about the experience Victor and I had at America's Amsterdam-inspired coffee shop. How about you, Vic? What you got? First of all, I'm
3: going to give love with love uh, desserts. What's oh. up, uh, Sophia? How, How you did? doing, Sophia? Janelle, I can't wait for you to get here, too. Yes. Try oh, you
2: know, fine-ass Sophia. Since you're not, nice, she's you know,
3: talented too. So now he's talked. To, he don't want to talk to the chat people because he got he's got paper and product in <laughs> hand. <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Thumbs <laughs> in hand. Yeah, right.
2: So I got both hands in my pocket. <laughs> right. I'm not counting change.
3: <laughs> right. So, <laughs> so hey, yeah. the reason why I'm getting on you guys is because you know he has hair and I don't. But check it out. This is what I'm about to do. Uh, for those of you who, are, who who use a reference to information. We'll go hot first. Wikipedia, most controversial people. And there's a catch to it. And I we're going to find out, you know, somebody should be on the list, and surprisingly, who is on that list. Uh, sports, what do you guys expect me to talk about? The NBA, right. Okay, the NBA. I'm not going to even talk about the sweet steaks. That's what it's called, because it's going to be the sweetstakes. In the meantime, we're going to talk about. The matchup everybody's waiting for in the East and in the West. Also, uh, anybody following Vegas sports? If you're not, I'll remind you. I'm betting. All right. All right. Got to, got to do this. Also, how can uh, Boston Celtics, yeah, I know everybody's going to talk about the Lakers, they can't, they're not playing right now, Tato, Brown, Rozier. How can that three, or even plus four with Horfers, get further than the big three in OKC? Ouch.
2: Where is it going from here? I'm I like horses, though. I've been a loud fan of for This is a strange year for me in terms of who I've rooted for. I, I, the teams i never rooted I, for in the past, like Utah.
3: I'm rooting for Utah. No, no, no. no. You, you know, no, no, no. Now, this is more about how can you add a George and an Anthony to a team and you get exited out the same way you did last year without them. What is that, That ain't It
2: says <laughs> there's no easy fix. No, of course not. Hello to Mac McAllister in the chat room. Phil Cuthbert, PMC, what's happening? Ray Barra? what's happening, Ray? got to say hello to all of our associates out there. They're doing it. Thank you to, to all the Facebook folks who are watching in and being part of the experience, people who like, you know, who have been commenting. Mario Picasso, thank you, Mario. Uh, I, I'm actually behind it. I'm reaching out to Mario on Sunday. Mario, we hope you're doing fine. Doing through doing some of the same challenges I do. So, again, a lot of our friends out there in the chat room, hello to you, and thank you for being part of this uh, experience, turning off the phone. Now, this week, well, the latest, not this week, but the latest slideshow experience, then we're going to be back with some news. Everybody, Enjoy. that, Mika Williams, and I guess James Malbro. They, that, you know, the, I have to know, I love, I love doing those. I love doing the slideshow animations. It's an ongoing feature here at Stereo TV and one that is symbolic of the things that we do. We take the simple things that we do and turn it in. Right. You know, it started out that Vic was taking pictures after the shows of our guests. Right. We needed to have some pictures. And we since he was doing that, I we decided to start broadcasting that. Yeah. And then I started making slideshow animation of that. And then we started catalog yeah. and then the skill set grew. Yeah. We invested in ourselves and now think, look at what you're doing and so uh Yeah, man.
3: Wonderful. Try
2: man, try Wonderful. Okay, you guys, let me see if I got everything ready. We gotta get ready for the news. Are you ready for some news? Morning coffee news segment. There we go. Ready? Oh man, no wonder, my. Here's what happens with Apollo 7. Hey, Amen. Some stuff's not. Ladies and gentlemen, it's that time. We call it the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, the good news, the bad news, and the other shit. Not necessarily in that order, but so be it. Right. This week, Vic, I have to start out by talking about the issue of our good brother Kanye in the news consistently with everybody and their mother having to respond. To his postings about slavery, you know, this is a button. I, you, you, I, I know you've seen some of it. Nick. I mean, just without 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 re-reporting all the specifics. You've been taking in all this stuff with Kanye. The whole issue with him—he came on. He said that slavery was a choice. He talked about that he got liposuction because he didn't want people to laugh at him, like. Rob, just a bunch of behavioral issues, Vic. So I don't know, just before I even get you have you been noticing it? <laughs> <laughs>
3: I'm sorry, man. Look, <laughs> look, man, look. Okay, I believe there's a narrow bandwidth of neutrality. When I say that, most people come into this world thinking everybody is really in this wide area of thinking similar. And I say, well, the wake-up call will come when you go like, you know, history got us here with a lot of leadership, and you're reminded that a lot of people had a little bit to the left and a little bit to the right, and they take freedom of expression. But they did not say you have to qualify your freedom of expression first. They said, I get to talk. So success has taught me something, that a lot of people are successful, and they didn't have to – Necessarily equate that to their mindset, <laughs> and then some people are terribly <laughs> smart. <was> that? <laughs> <was that> mind, <laughs> mindset, <laughs> mindset, right? And some people are uh, geniuses and porpers and 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 can't make, can't get a living. I'm just reminded of, I said, this is the greatest reality show, and I, and it's only going to get better. And you guys. It's like, are you ready for the download? I kept saying, this. "Are you ready for the download? Can you handle this?" And I'm going. Kim goes like this. I'm standing by my man. Did anybody? Anybody I have the black women already <laughs> mad at her
2: because she got little brother? It's <laughs> you know, all the dynamics. <laughs> the we have about Kanye and Kim <laughs> is all the dynamics that no matter when you're discussing it or who you're discussing it with. Right. There's a bunch of hidden dynamics yes, that people are responding to. If you're talking to a young Jewish person. Yes. They have their own dynamics relative to a young black person Absolutely. versus to a young yes. Armenian person. I mean, Absolutely. there are cultural things. The sisters are kind of pissed that he's with her. The the, uh, the international folks that don't bother them at no, all. No. But no. You know, and the you know uh, and all of this goes into people's evaluation of him. so there we go. they're responding to it because of that that's what that's my whole point, Dick. My whole point about Kanye and my point on this today is why this is really common and really sad, is that people are focusing so much on the message, and not on the messenger. And what this is, what Kanye has really been doing to me, it's been a cry for help. I say this because, and let me preface this too: I'm not a Kanye West fan. I like some of the songs, but right. I'm not a big Kanye West fan. Or any of that. I do end up following a lot of what he does because he's in the news, right? He's in the news, in the media, so. My response, my issues with Kanye today, big have to do with my thirty years as a pediatrician doing mostly
3: emergency.
2: I can recognize people who are in the midst of psychiatric psychological stress. That's what this man is. The reason why I don't you don't see me jumping on Kanye is because every time I look at him right. I see signs of the stress. And he's not the only one. I'll go on record because I'm not saying it to call the folks out, but saying that they deserve maybe our, our empathy, if not sympathy, maybe our empathy is what they're going through because it's an issue of mental illness. Markel, folks, that's currently on the 76ers is another example. Right. People don't want to talk about it, but these are people that we see in the media who are going through psychological, potentially psychiatric-type issues. Kanye has gone, when you've had a quote-unquote breakdown right. or a Right. of what I understand, he's had more than one. Mm-hmm. That tells you something about the person's inner strength ability to cope with things. So Absolutely. Kanye is a person, I think, who deserves our empathy. And I believe there's learning there for a couple reasons. When I said this about Michael Jackson before and other famous people, when you see them have troubles, recognize what their celebrity did not do for them. I'll say it again. You see them in their struggles, recognize what their celebrity did not do for them. It doesn't keep your loved ones living, it doesn't give you true love and affection. And so there you go. Mm-hmm. What it does give you access is the more ways to act out and be extreme, more drugs, more alcohol, more everything. So it allows you the freedom of a lifestyle that can focus merely around your indulgence. So there it goes. So we know, therefore, of unhappy, successful people. That's a, that's a cliché. Yeah.
3: That's yeah, a cliche. Let me let me say this. I remember um, the first thing. Does he have more than enough resources to get the assistant he Specialized assistant, focused assistant, right?
2: That's the blessing. Even though I would also say that usually when you're in the throes of that kind of emotional disease, you're not so empowered. Money to make the difference. It. But but we say that because our own personal experiences with people who And again, most people who don't have those resources, as far as I've said before, as a doctor, as far as I know, there is no good mental health coverage in the whole United States of America. I will say it again, or show it to me. So people will Kaiser's was was probably one of the best, and still is inadequate. So wholly
3: inadequate. So let me. I remember a quote, and I apologize (laughs) if I get this wrong or not quite accurate and an old school actor and very well known Henry Fonda I remember Jane Fonda giving what they call her kind of included with this whole total program about how great her father was and said he was a better father on film than he was at home somebody's right that, that makes sense See, so and look here's the part there, there are people we drive by who are way worse than Kanye. They don't have a voice. Nobody's going to listen to them. Should we set aside special conditions for Kanye?
2: No, no, I think we should give, well, I think we should have special conditions for all of them. Yeah. My point being that I think that we need to take a moment to stop and look around it. Because I'm going to tell you as a doctor, you're just missing the amount of mental illness, depression that is around you. There is so much depression. I don't I don't remember the latest stats, but I know that in the course of their life lifetime, most people will experience at least one major depressive episode.
3: Right.
2: In the course of their lifetime, people get incapacitated all the time. Right. So my point being, I wanted to make sure that I emphasized. The stress of mental illness on the person, the family, and that we try to at least work on that empathy. I don't hear that coming out about Kanye, and I'm sure that's because of the so many of the things that he's been involved in that way. So I don't hear that coming out about Kanye. Uh, And I wish I did. Right. I wish I did. Okay. Weekly Trump Disaster Update, you guys, part two. Of the news today. Let me tell you, what can I say? You know, if you go back to my broadcast of 5 2217, and I'm about to get that one up on Amazon Prime, the big Trump prediction broadcast, I'm getting the big Trump prediction shows up on Amazon Prime. Day. Okay. Uh, but I told you then. I said Trump's story will continue to evolve all the way up until the day and after he's impeached. That's one thing that's so different from him and the other people. Anyone else would have resigned. But Trump's not going to resign. He's going to fight. And because he's going to fight, that means that he's going to get extra ill will. He, I have already predicted that they're going to try him for treason after he's removed from office. Right. Okay, then he's going to be tried. I predict in jail time for Jared Kushner. So go and look at that and see what, where you think it's headed. But I think my predictions so far are the most accurate of any network. Because, first of all, they don't have the guts. Well, they might say claim the responsibility to make predictions. But I think at some point you have to just acknowledge the obvious. Right. But like, you know, like I've always said, Trump makes sense if you assume he's guilty. All you have to do is assume he's guilty, and everything else makes sense. I've never seen anyone get this amount of a pass in all the media. Even the media that criticized him still stresses the proof hasn't been there. If you had this much proof that your old lady was cheating on you, you'd be packing her shit. (laughs) Okay? I'm just saying that. Or if you had this much proof that your 16 year old was sexually active, you'd be waiting for them when they got home from school. Okay? Ready to talk. <laughs> okay? So right. I don't know how much proof you need. Right. But the Trump, the new normal continues. That's what the way I call it. And I call it the new normal, Vic. And in the Trump camp, they're circling the wagons and they're preparing the war. That's what they're doing. The, the bringing on Giuliani. Who's an idiot. Now, see what happens. He
3: used to be a good lawyer. He used to. I want you to take your time and breathe.
2: Okay, the former mayor, he also is the one supposedly who crafted the travel ban, which they said was written so poorly. What's amazing is when you hear the academics, the attorneys, the judges, say that these motions are written poorly with typos. And errors and all that. They get they're talking about stuff like that. This is junior high shit. You know what? Juliet can't even get that right. Why did okay?
3: The system is set up that you have checks and balances, not from your associates, but most of them have people who are great writers like executive assistants, people who actually do that. But because the swamp, as they call it, is full of leaks. They probably don't even want to trust their assistant secretary to read over what they're doing for the grammatical, much less the layout of what it's supposed to be, and they don't trust anybody. So they just hop over it and take the hit. They take the hit on it, laid out, but they get it out to stimulate their base. And I said, notice, people will be more forgiving now. They said, well, I'm not worried about this stuff. They're giving Trump back.
2: Well, like I said, it's amazing what people are forgiving you know, uh, and that's what it goes to show. you no, I'm not, see, I don't think that I would shelter and hide my mass murdering child. Right. I think I would bite the bullet and take him and check him in. Right. Just for the benefit of the world. Of we don't know, of course, but I think that a bunch of y'all would just lie and hide your mass murdering child, and with the with the argument being that's my child. And that's why we want to put you under the jail with them, <laughs> okay? <laughs> because that ain't the way to handle it. Right. At some point, you just have to call out stuff. But right. So it is. So the president surrounds himself with more people like Julianne, which makes you think that it's going to be a stupid fight all the way out, because he's gearing up a war, but he's gearing up with a bunch of idiots that are going to make a laughing stock of everything legal. Right. So if you get to watch all that. I started calling it the Uncabinet, like the old Uncola commercials. Right. Right. In the 70s. I call it the Uncabinet, and Giuliani is now part of the Uncabinet, and they get to watch because right now where you sit is the president's attorney, or whatever he was, because that's certainly in doubt. He was acting really as an attorney, went to one of the worst law schools in the country, supposedly who just admits anybody who pays. Hey, well, he's the first to plead the fifth, right? And everybody knows that what's coming to a head is the president is going to be subpoenaed because he's going to fight. He's not going to give in. He's going to be subpoenaed. He's already indicated he's going to try to fight the subpoena. Right. It's already been done with Clint with Clinton. Right. Previous episodes, the president cannot. So he's going to be subpoenaed. That's going to lead to dogfights, and it may be some Supreme Court showdown. We will have to see. Right. But that's where it's heading. As part of it, we got to watch this weekend. The president get become the laughing stock. I'll show you the one from Saturday Night Live. The story is first of all okay. This go back and watch it. So this past week yeah. Saturday Night Live was a cameo fest.
3: Right. <laughs> they yeah. had
2: Scarlett Johansson. Right. <laughs> They had Jimmy Fallon. I mean I mean they had uh 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 had a bunch of, uh Pimp's call of your hands and they had oh, of course Alec, you know, Baldwin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But they also had Stormy Daniels. Right. There's the picture right there. As herself. It says the store so she basically went on She said, "A storms are coming or something like that. Storms are brewing.
3: Right.
2: So I thought about that for a moment. I said, again, we had a historical new normal. A porn star had just gone on national television to threaten the president of the United States. (laughs) I'll say that again. A porn star. And by the way, I went and looked, and it wasn't my favorite porn. (laughs) A porn star... This went on national television to threaten the president of the United States, mm-hmm. and that is your new norm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. As part of that, and for you to notice, a bunch of the right wing Fox folks turning on the president: Laura Ingraham, Neil Cavuto. Have been pretty vocal in terms of what they've been showing uh, on Fox. Right. Uh, uh, Laura Ingraham, you know, they basically calling out the president about the lies. And the cabudos talking about the swamp.
3: Bitch, isn't supposed to be a clean, unearthing, thing? Basically, saying nothing associated with traditional polit- politics, politicians. It's supposed to be totally opposite. That's what they're waiting for, right? In other words, we, we hate that other side so much. We'll take in all the things that you're dealing with, but just don't jump on the other side. We can get on you about your conduct as a husband. We can get on you about, hey, you changed your mind, we'll get on it. But don't give in to the dark side. So which I wanna ask you, who's the dark side? Because you know, there's some toe dancing out there, man. And you know quietly as it may seem. And I'm not following it all the time. You know, the Democrats get in the past. All they have to do is keep blaming. What, do you, what are you doing to deliver? And they well, and to wait until an election to say, look, we'll have more seats and then we'll do this. I said, and deliver what? That's the issue because well,
2: the Democrats haven't really capitalized. Right. Even the independents are scrambling. There, There's Trump, which you hate and then there's essentially nothing else, and you're going to have to make it all, which maybe that's the point that you should be adjusting to. You're going to have to get more involved, become part of it, and help to craft the next new wave, because if you're going to sit around and wait for them to do it for you, well, as I say, some folks waiting on a change ain't got enough sense to come in out of the race. Ladies and gentlemen, That's the good news. The bad news. Any other shit? What can I say? You know my favorite track that I play, we use this music because it's available for you free. You can legally get this music, share, spread it around to your friends. We invite you to do with that. To do that with this. This is Where Do We Go by Love Shadow featuring Melody Romance, he We'll be right back. With Marijuana for Dummies. Between two people with feelings deep,
0: charismatic, compelling,
2: creating a new. Facebook 360, 50 minutes and counting. YouTube crashed once already. Marijuana for Dummies, welcome you guys to the show that resists the miseducation of marijuana, and we do it as a public service. It absolutely has nothing to do with the fact that we enjoy smoking weed so much. <laughs> anyway, today I'm enjoying a hybrid called Taffy, uh, and so I, I guess I should have done a search for that to see. You know, a lot of times with the weed, let's see if we can do it while I'm on here. A lot of times with the weed, you could look up a uh, marijuana strain. You could do a search, marijuana strains, taffy. See if they have anything well, no shit. See this is what happens today. This is part of the wonderful world of the internet. And I didn't even count on this because I didn't even think I didn't look up my what I'm smoking today, but lo and behold I just did it. Here is taffy a marijuana there's a review. Okay. There's a couple of reviews of Taffy Strain. There's like five reviews up here Okay. with Taffy. So let's see what they say from, this is uh, allbud.com. And let's see what they say at allbud.com about Taffy. Taffy is an evenly balanced hybrid. Cause so they told me it was a hybrid. Okay. 50% indica, 50% sativa strain created through crossing the infamous Tangle XLA Appy Strains. They said this powerhouse bud packs a THC level of 20 to 26% on average and mind-boggling, blah, 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 well-balanced effect. Now, by the way, I want to tell you something. Notice they talk about the THC level of 20 to 26%. Right. So I have my my pen vapes here. Right. Okay, the ones I use, I'm, I'm stu- man, this stuff last too. So these okay. are the dates, right? Right. These average between 85 and the low average. 90%. For an elite group, right. Man, so you talk about potency, so smoking right. weed, flour, right. and smoking some of these extracts is totally different. When you look at the how, how, how hard-hitting these things are. But I wanted you to know, I'd love to share with you what I'm smoking. Because they, you know, when I go to the dispensary and I give them they say, hey, I'm one of the best customers, I don't know
3: if good thing. Oh, they—they just trying to keep you come on
2: yeah. Well, they—I tell yeah. them every time Dick, I say, you pick. I have them pick it for me. Right. And I have them pick. You got to get an ounce. But here's what's changing. The price of weed is going down. Right. Dramatically because of the legalization, the industrialization, because people are doing it. The price of weed is going down. Let me tell you, based on what they're talking right now, on the wholesale price of a pound, it looks like the wholesale price of an ounce will correspondingly be about $110 an ounce wholesale, for top shelf. Okay. So I've been paying roughly $200 an ounce for top shelf. So the wholesale is going to be going down to about 110. I may be getting that same ounce for 150, 160, something like that. That's the part to be determined. But so the wholesale marijuana prices in the United States are plunging, and you know, it's sort of an understandable consequence of having more manufacturers, especially as it you know it starts to go, you know, uh, nationwide and then worldwide. So. Look for that, and look for it to go down more. I had another thing I wanted to see, another article, because these are the kind of things that lead to the predictions. This is the they. I just got an article here about the states, the three states most likely to legalize marijuana this year, which which is the kind of thing that really affects the commerce. Right. You know, when you have nationwide marijuana.
3: Right.
2: What you have, the federal restrictions removed so they can be, mainly for banking reasons. Right yeah. now, marijuana is a cash business because they can't establish they, banking relationships. They haven't done there are
3: of the curve right now.
2: But. So that's the part that's coming. But the state's most likely to legalize marijuana this year include Michigan, New Jersey, and Oklahoma. Now those are some conservative places by nature
0: right
2: and I and uh, so we'll see I think Michigan already doesn't allow medical marijuana uh, but it just it's a lot of places is how they do it like from, I, I, I understand like in New York they do have the medical but it's hard to get a card see, see what I'm saying yeah, time. In, yeah in LA you could just walk in I tell people, say what do I, tell them you have headaches Right. Tell them you have stress. See, we say stuff like headaches, which it's hard to evaluate anyway. Yes. <laughs> you know, just tell them you have stress, and so you'll get it. But the price—the good news is the marijuana prices are going down. Yeah. Now, part two. Victor and I just recently had a wonderful experience because of a coworker, former co-worker of mine who contacted me. Now they'll go unmentioned, but in the future, at their bidding, we'll have to promote them. About an enterprise that was happening here in Los Angeles. That enterprise was Wake and Bake. Wake and Bake, which called itself America's Amsterdam-inspired coffee shop. So we got a chance to go up there, meet the owner, the developer, sit around, enjoy the space, and talk to them. And it was interesting because he talked to me about what he had read and seen online about Amsterdam.
3: Right.
2: We got a chance to share. He hadn't actually gotten there yet. He's on his way. Right. But I had a chance to talk to him about my experiences in Amsterdam's famous bulldog. Right. Where's my coast? Right here. Amsterdam's famous bulldog cafe. I spent every morning that I was I was in the bulldog Cafe. Within three hours of arriving in Amsterdam, I got there. My room wasn't ready, right. so I they held my bags and I walked three blocks to the Bulldog. And then I, then I, then I, from then on I was ending and beginning every day at the Bulldog. So Amsterdam's model, and in Amsterdam to call yourself a coffee shop, quote unquote, you have to sell marijuana are the model that I also point to because there's an issue with where to consume marijuana. Big issue in places like Las Vegas because of the schizophrenic nature of how we deal with these things. That right. we allow, we legalize marijuana, but you can't smoke it anywhere.
3: Right.
2: Well, not anywhere. You have to be a homeowner. <laughs>
3: because there's a lot of places
2: you can't do it in your rental apartment or in a hotel right. or anywhere in public. So you have to be a homeowner be in your own home smoking right. weed. And so these are part of the problems. Well, Wake and Bake is an attempt to deal with that by creating an environment. Right. Let's take a look at Wake and Bake. First of all, the website is wonderful. Here's the website, Coffee, Tea, cannabis and Culture. Take a look at some of the stuff they, they have. We've talked about it. They have Theatrical Thursday. They have a 420 Friendly Cannabis Show, okay? They have Sundays where they're doing things. Now, it's a club right. you can get a 24-hour, you get a free Monday pass to just check it out. Right. But it's a club where I'm going to be joining, too. Uh, but we went up there. Let's take a look at the outside because it's in North Hollywood, <laughs> thanks to Google Maps. There's a, there it is right now. You guys rank this part? Yes. There we go. Thanks to Google we can see this fifty forty vineland. There is a little indicate but it's a wonderful homey spot. Organic. Organic. What Organic. you want. Tell them what you want. You know, and again they managed to really kind of capture the after s feel. I told people that the coffee shops in Amsterdam sort of feel like you're at a health food store, mm-hmm. because they're serving the coffees, the teas. They're big on their teas. They think they made invented cookies. They claim cookies, so they give you cookies with everything. Little cookies, right, right. You know, but so you're like in a health food store that sells weed, anti-tobacco you can't enjoy your tobacco there, even though in Amsterdam they make an exception for those people who roll joints where tobacco is mixed with marijuana because that's pretty popular overseas. Right. Okay. But so again, that but but in general, anti-tobacco. But the wake and bake. So we went there, and uh, it was kind of good. So it was cool. Take a look at some of these inside shots. Okay, well, let's take a look at this. I guess that's, remember, it's Wake and Bake, so it's kind of like waking up coffee. Take a look at the Amsterdam-inspired coffee. See that? Right. -hmm. Again, there's the outside. There's the inside of Wake and Bake. And they sell, they sell... Marijuana products, and, and at a discount to the members, and
3: not just, and not just for people who
2: smoke marijuana. Yeah, well, that's They're the one I want. I'm so sold. glad I had
3: you. Okay, so sold, tell them what sold. you think. Well, most people, I'm the tester for just the, the the guy that wants to be in any environment, but I don't smoke. And most of the time, when you go to a place like that, it's clear definition that you are supposed to engage, purchase, and indulge yourself. With. They created the environment because it's in the art district out there anyway. They created this area where distinctly you can not have to be what they would call um, just particular to it. What you like is the freedom and that they're associating a mix of people, whether they indulge or not, because they have other, not services, but you don't have to worry about having this wall. It's not like going to a place, you know, and they said, here's the restaurant, here's the bar. Smoking's out in the back on the side over there in that little hub over there. Get away from it as much as possible. This one is really, it's it's quaint, it's social, and it's organic. And I could tell. I said, oh, yeah, this is a little bit different. The smoking wasn't an issue for you. No, because it it just didn't invade. I didn't get invaded by something, by saying, oh, let me go. Let me go outside and leave this place. It wasn't like that.
2: Well, you know, kind of Vic, it's the kind of the atmosphere we try to create here during our events. I actually told you I was kind of happy with the way it went because even at our events, we wanted it that people would be able to engage in smoke, but also that it wouldn't overwhelm the experience. So when you came into a show and there was marijuana, it's a marijuana-friendly environment. You didn't feel overwhelmed by the marijuana. It didn't take center stage. Right. Interesting enough, at the Wake and Bake, you have a similar feeling. You actually feel like you could go there, do things, hang out, groove. We're going to be going back to some of the nights, Thursday and Sunday night. Right. Two of the big nights that are going to be. So, once again, I'll I'll show you. Let me see if we got the uh, Wake and Bake. 5040 Vineland Avenue. Go online, search it, go to the website, find out about the coffee tea, cannabis, and culture. And be part of that experience. I'm giving it my full endorsement. And we're going to be doing some more things. We're going to be going back to check it out. Some of the nighttime events on the Sundays and the Thursdays. To see what's happening. The only reason I haven't been up there so far is because of the NBA playoff to get in the way. Update on the technical advances that we're using here today. Uh, we've had some dropouts continuing to have that issue. So those of you who are connected to us in social media may have experienced those dropouts. Same thing with the 360 stream. We did about 50 minutes straight, though, broadcast, you about an issue with the live 360. We're working out why these things occur, there's an issue, too, with the fire connection, broadcast, wide being consistent. So we're, it's stuff We're troubleshooting. We're just including you in the mix because so many people wonder how we do what we do, and we want it to not be a secret. Of the fact that we're trying very hard to incorporate these new technologies in and indeed pioneer.
3: Yes.
2: So that's part of it. All day, man. You guys ready for some sports? If they're not, they can turn it off the new sports, ladies and gentlemen, brought to you, written and directed by the ball-headed black man, the man that the ladies have nicknamed sexual type. Rather than to make a wish. It's your version of sports. Remember to dress appropriately. Sports bras and jack straps. Bring your own foot powder. It'll be that kind of a day,
3: everybody. This works. Yeah. i uh, I give you
2: about a two.
3: Yeah, yeah man. Now I knew you were over there troubleshooting. I can tell. No, oh, no, no, it's cool. You good? Okay. Let me give my respect to my fam, parasol fam. Ah, uh, Lizzie. Hey, also thanks Michelle for the um, uh, you know what's up? Yeah, it is. Cool. Live. Dot. Me just started with you guys. I had to join the late big old live, and then of course I'm over here trying to deal with the um, uh, uh, Twitch app. Just to make sure I can go to our periscope screen. Went to the live at YouTube. Check that out as well. I needed to subscribe. I feel embarrassed. All right. All right, man. Most exciting. Okay. Most exciting thing in sports right now in your mind, period. Most exciting. NBA playoffs. Why?
2: Because the people that you didn't expect to be there are there. Right. Well, some of them that you expected, but the dynamics are different. Yeah. The people who were a given are not a given. Right. And you certainly can see right. the next wave of teams right. coming. You see who the up-and-coming are because they're showing those signs. you got to take Boston Celtics yeah. seriously. Yeah, yeah. You've got to take them seriously. you got to take the Utah Jazz seriously. you got to take the Pelicans Seriously. Kate the name. It's like when they it's like the ducks for hockey, right? I just right. some names don't inspire me to go woo roo, roo right. team and Pelican and
3: no, man.
2: whatever. But anyway, the way they're playing and what you're seeing
3: right.
2: from them right. amazing. A newly Rajan Rondo. Right. Amazing. Thing. Yeah. Just put it what they're turning around and showing. So you're totally right. I'm loving it, and that's what's been
3: keeping me from getting to the wake and bake. Gotcha. And said, you. That I got to be home to watch it. Yeah. All right. Let me do this. I want to show you my 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 three fans. Go right back up to the top of New sports. i want to show you. I got three fans, and I, they got names. They keep going. Bring it on down. There you go. I got three fans. Welcome. That's Miko, Shelly Shell, and Jose. I, you know. I got three. <laughs> I got three fans. Welcome back to sports. They weren't paying attention or not paying attention the whole time, but I'm welcome back because they sent me this as the gif, but they didn't want to give any comments. I got love for you guys. All right. Okay. It's kind of hard to talk about what has happened already, dude, when actually you're supposed to talk about what's about to come. So I don't need to even go back and say, you guys did a great job, 76ers, because you're getting swept. I said, well, you know, give them props. This is the first time this team has come together to play this way, and they haven't had a full year. Whereas Boston, I mean, you could sit back and say they're a young team, but those players have been there. You get a year under your belt, it's the world's difference, man, straight up. So even though they don't have Borden, Kyrie, and then they also have to shuffle because other injuries may be apparent, I give them props, man, because they've had an assemblance of a, a process, and the coach is, is is the bomb. He knows how to coach them. And here's the other thing. They play that damn good defense. Oh, they hell. move their legs. You can see it clearly. Now, with Philadelphia, they can dominate you with the talent and inside, but they're just not as fast on defense. They're good on offense, and then they're making the mistakes. So, cool. I'm not mad. At now, am I shocked? I am way bowled over by the idea that Philadelphia hasn't won a game, and they were probably going to get swept. That's the part that's, that's shocking really to me. Like, hey, man, did, did you think they were going to possibly be yeah. down with not winning a game against no. Boston? Okay. That's, that's my point. So less shocked about Utah and Houston because that's a one seed against an eight seed. Hey, isn't that supposed to be kind of the norm that the – Eight seed may get one game. So uh, I'm not shocked about that. So let's just do this. And I'm just going to say this right off here. You ready for the matchup with Cleveland? Oh, can't wait. Okay, okay. you can't wait. Will, can't will, wait. Will, 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 Cleveland, will, will Cleveland be able to run that type of game where they just sit back and go give it to Brown, give it to Love, back in. Nobody's going to come over and play defense one-on-one, have it your way. That's not going to happen with Boston.
2: We're about to see things get very competitive across the series. Right. At the beginning, the first round, of course, you know, is not the same, even though there were some entertaining moments. Right. second round becomes something else, indeed. And then, of course, the next round. So it's going to be very different. Cleveland is not a shoe-in.
3: Right. Okay. And in the West. No. I'm about to get to that, but this is what I want to come up to. Big four against big four, all right? And I'm about to sit back, and you're going to tell me, if you had to guess, who needs to step up? And I'm going to go with the big four first. That's at Cleveland. you got LeBron James averaging 34.8, Kevin Love 13.9, Kyle Colbert 10, G.R. Smith 9.5. Look at the scoring on Boston's big four. The big four, now I want you to understand, this is the big four. Terry Rozier at 19, Jason Tatum at 18, Al Horford at 18, Jalen Brown at 17. They have an equal distribution of points scored. Now, if Cleveland plays exactly the way they're playing right now against Toronto, is it a done deal for Boston? They play right now the way they're playing. Or isn't that – because at the end of the day, they got LeBron who just runs roughshod over everybody. Can Boston handle, or will they try to collapse on LeBron and say, you're not going to get that freedom to do what you did in Toronto?
2: No, I think they're going to follow what everybody sees. Certain formulas always did work and continue to work. Right. You shut down everybody else, and then that's what everybody does. That's the formula. Whenever you have a superstar player, right, it's almost impossible to stop. Right. You do your, You put your best... Well, that's arguable, too. Right. You put someone on him who won't get foul out, right. who can faster them consistently. Right. And then you try to shut everybody else down Right. and hope that that's the difference of the game. And, and so that will be the formula here, too. Right. Uh, Cleveland certainly has people who can step up, even though what I would say is this. Do not be surprised if the ones who step up for Cleveland – are not the ones on this list. It could definitely be Nance. It could definitely be Clarkson. To be seen. Right. So again, we're going to see. There's no question to win. You know, it, it doesn't even make a difference if you're just talking about now or for the future to go further in the playoffs. Cleveland's going to need more from the other players. Right. Really? Right. That's just a fact. So no matter where they go, whether it's this game or if they manage to go further, no matter who they see, they need more
3: from everybody. Right. If they don't, they will lose. And here's the other thing. Would you consider right now, Boston doesn't win anything else, a a successful season without their two best players? Would you consider, hey, if they don't win anything else, they've proven to go beyond with most people. You take their two players off, like, like Durant, I can't equate those players like that. but that's I,
2: just I mean, me those are the kind of things I like to say in retrospect. I know for me, too, as a person, as a player, they don't make me feel any better at the time. So right. that's interesting and good conversation. But usually to have those kind of conversations, you have to assume you were going to be doing less than you did. Right. Now, if you assume that you are a championship contender, you kind of don't feel that way, that you're happy. Martin. that your season was as good. You feel like you were a championship contender. And so, again, you know, just like what's happening with like with Russell Westbrook, I'm not sure that I say it. Well, we did make it to the playoffs. It depends on whether or not you thought you should be winning in the playoffs. And so yeah. a lot of us don't feel people like Boston or Utah should have any feelings that like they may win. And so what they
3: do, that's why they challenge the way they do it. Here's the thing. I know with Boston, they do that switching. They have the talented players who are a little bit bigger who will be able to switch easily on LeBron than what Toronto has done. Here's the other thing. Toronto winning 60 games or plus and getting knocked out this early, they're going to have to take a step back and the first thing I'm seeing from them is they got to get smarter in what they do. Smarter in what they do. So, with that being said, not a problem. Houston, Golden State, everybody's waiting for. It's that simple, dude. Okay. Chris Paul's time has come. He knows what it's like to be here. This is where he he he, he gets up against the, the Great Wall. They got home field advantage. This is hardened time. And right now, who's playing the best defense? Not sure. But let me give you the Big Four versus the Big Four. And then you'll understand So the big four on the to use is James, Chris Paul Clint Capella and Trevor Reed Who well, I believe Trevor has to Step up a little bit more because he's averaging Only nine points a game You go to Golden State, Kevin Durant, Stephen Curry Clay Thompson, Draymond Green You know what they need To me, And even though they have a game up I still fear Golden State's Defense because when they step it up It's just amazing how they form So here's my question Chris Paul get out of the Western Conference Finals and get into his first NBA championship. Them they get past holding State. No, not at all. There's a character issue here.
2: Oh. Chris Paul, is oh. a wonderful compliment. to yeah. me. He's the steadying force. Right at Houston. Capella, I liked before. We talked about him before. I said that in his rookie year. So you, you got
3: I, said legs, that,
2: I said that in his rookie year. I was like, well, why don't the Lakers have somebody like that? But right. anyway, right. no. Because to me, as much as Harden is the wonderful leading scorer, he is a liability when it comes to character. Uh,
3: so, you so in other be words, be- what I'm
2: saying. He's the weak link. He win and lose, he's the weak link. Out of all the four that I just
3: made, he's the weak link.
2: He There's a character issue in certain yeah. moments. Okay. Okay. To me, when you have people like him. Right. And I've watched him tank in games before where he purely gave up. Right. Okay. So, to me, he has a deep-seated character issue. So, wait, so, so forever. He's forever turned into my group. He'll never be. Oh, oh, no. So he has a deep-seated character. Oh, no. So no. I, I predict that. I don't think that, first of all, I think Golden State is way too heady for them. I think that when it comes to playing under pressure, right. they've already done it over and over and over again, that the calibers of playing, even though that James Harden can lead in scoring, that in the way that he does it is right. simply not enough for a championship. So I'm gonna predict. I'm gonna tell you, they're not gonna win.
3: Who hmm. will it go seven? No. Do you know who has home court advantage? It's Houston. Yeah. Yeah. How many games? You, how many do you give we'll, We will see. Advantage? In
2: other words, I expect them to disappoint you, and for some for them to then act out
3: because of that. I'm gonna give them. I'm to, okay. Look, this is hard. I think they offset each other when it comes to the style of play offensively. I think they both you can't stop either one. I think the bench on Golden State is not as strong as it used to be, and Houston's bench is a little bit stronger. But I also feel this. I just don't think Houston's defense can swarm as well as Golden State. So to me it's about turnovers and smart play. We've got Chris Paul, a little bit smarter, but can, can they? Because they just got this team that knows they don't how have, they have a KD answer. They don't have a Draymond Green. you well, want to compare Capella. Because
2: I think I think Capella and Green will be actually
3: battle. pretty good. They're gonna be battling.
2: That's gonna be a good battle. Yeah. So I don't I don't give Draymond a win on that
3: automatically at all. He adds more three points, right. and underneath and rebounding.
2: No, he adds. Well, I mean, I know that, but in that matchup, I would don't be surprised if Capella – Does more than hold his own, right? And actually, may come out the better on a few areas. So no, that's not a given. If I was Golden, if I'm the Warriors, Draymond versus Capella is not an area which I feel overconfident. Right. Where I feel confident has to do with Kevin Durant. Yes. Okay. That's what has to do. Oh yeah. They don't have a good answer for him. Right. You know, they just don't. And when they take Capella, and their answer would be Capella. But Capella's going to have to deal with Draymond. Right. So if Draymond can stay out of foul trouble, they, Houston needs Capella to do a number of things. They're going to have to choose. Right. And we'll get to see right. where he, where they direct him, because he's going to have to defend somebody. Who's going to defend Kevin Durant? And who's going to
3: defend Draymond? We'll see. Yeah, we'll see if they don't have the that, the, that, that confidence that they can come back and who's leading them. I think Chris Paul... This is where his value is going to come in. Where he's, I agree. I think he's I think already shown it. I think he showed it. He's going to calm him down and say, look, I don't exactly. ever give up. I'm like, I hate to say it, he's the closest thing to a Kobe mentality, even though he doesn't have what they call the skills like Kobe, but he's always thinking. No, he
2: he's has always. specifically the character traits that Harden doesn't. Right. That's the part that came up. When Harden quit right. in that series. I know. To me, you I never, ever never quit. Ever, I, ever, I, ever. I'm not mad at you, man. So that's where my thing, and Chris Paul has that thing.
3: He ain't never quit. Okay. He ain't never quit. Okay, I'm about to do this next transition from the perspective of money spent. All right, let me just say this, okay, because I know this. I know if I'm the owner and I sign my Westbrook phenom to that $200 million contract, then I bring in. Okay, Paul George and Carmelo. And I got knocked out the first round and then I come back this year overachieved or underachieved. It's that simple. Spending cash now. This is not about players that you got to wait for. They all got playoff experience under their belt. This can be considered somewhat of a failure in an experiment this year.
2: I mean, I think some people would. I actually don't. i I have a number of reasons. I think Paul George worked for them. I think the only issue is Carmelo. And I think that's because of where Carmelo is today in his career. And what the but what players like that require for the team to work, which I'm never, I'm just not a fan of. We've been through that. Yeah, and even though I can love those players, I can love an Allen Iverson. I can love a Carmelo Anthony. And I can also say that building a team around them is a recipe for disaster. That's the way I just happen to feel. Because when you build your team around just that center scoring thing, you're going to live and die. It's not enough in a championship thing. But on the other hand, they got beat by a team that I think is emerging as one of the better in the NBA. So the fact that they got beat, to me, doesn't symbolize I think what a lot of people take out of it, because the team that beat them is, one, is emerging to me as one of the really growing teams who's really stepping forward. So, no, no, if you want to just look in terms of like the other way, then I would say those people who think like that, I would say they're under the misconception of thinking that spending money equals wins automatically. And I would say you need to get rid of that misconception That's been proven over and over again that that work. work. You think that they want to win? You think they deserve to
3: win just because they spent a bunch of money? No, No. I'll put it under music production. You go spend all this money to produce these artists and they give you a half-ass but you equate it to this is how you perform but you don't perform it at the level and you spend all your money, you end up going, I paid for the background and the profile you have as a winner. And for me, on a cash level, I am thoroughly blown away when they had this team going, this is the team that's going to probably compete ahead of Houston going into the conference finals. They didn't make it out of the first round, and they didn't even get to a game seven. So I'm only saying from a cash perspective. Well, So
2: that means inherently I would ask you this question.
3: Had you gotten those two
2: players at a bargain, you would feel differently. Oh, yeah, look, I like what the I mean, coaches say. I mean, that's what I'm saying. No, no, I, 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 that's right. your point. If it's a purely a cash issue, because they have, if you had a gotten both of those hands see to me, I wouldn't feel any better And yeah. I got, – I'm going to feel the same
3: well, they've the, done their performance. I like what the coaches say. They do this. Everybody's under the assumption that everybody's equal. Everybody says the best talent wins. like being on a track team. Well, I, I don't practice, say that. Who's I, I never started. said. That. No, no, I'm saying what the coaches are saying. They I mean, say, they're wrong. They, they say, give <laughs> me the best talent. Talent versus those who go. You can have the hardest workers, but they just don't have the talent. They're not. They just don't have the skills like a LeBron. They can work as hard as LeBron, but nobody can be a LeBron. And they're saying, "You give me that." You see, you see the history of the uh, of the NBA, and you see it clearly that the best talent. Golden State. Best uh, talent. I disagree. So, I actually
2: disagree. I think the history of sports in general has has a legion of examples of teams that had the best talent that underperformed. No, no, I, I, think, that, not, I think that's no, actually a no, I'm not saying, no I'm not so, saying absolute. But I'm saying so what I'm saying is what's the most historical teams to right. me are the ones who overperform
3: in in the face of lower expectations. Okay, let me give those you those are the teams let me give you the did. Boston, Celtics and Lakers. The best talent and they dominated the time even though other teams were around, they had the best talent on their teams comparably, and everybody just suffered at their waist. no matter how hard they worked, the best talent. Everybody wanted the best Well,
2: talent. again, I would say, Michael, there are people who, who, who played at that time would make a different argument. Michael Jordan, when you talk about the Detroit Pistons at that time, or Michael Jordan, those teams had a lot to say about that because right. they actually competed against those teams. And you, I could throw in the Pacers, too, So, and maybe even the Knicks. Right. So there were a bunch of teams who competed. The point, but I'm being my point just simply being, right. if you think that just because you spend the biggest money or have the best talent means that you're going to win, then you need to just be aware of all the great teams that specifically did that and failed. Oh, yeah. Which there's a legion. I don't mean you have to see the people out there. Right. And so this one is no different. Right. And when you look at it, you can't say that Russell Westbrook really underperformed. Oh, look, look let me say you about You can't Russell. say Paul George. So the only person you can really say underperformed is kind of Carmelo. Then it's a matter of, of team play. And like I said, I still go. He got beat by a team I think is emerging as one of the better teams of the NBA. Look at,
3: look at this point. Chris Paul goes to Houston, makes a world of difference. Now, he still has something to prove make a world of difference so far. If you would have gave me Paul George, just by uh, himself, I would have said, add Paul George to Oklahoma City Thunder. He plays defense, defense. I would, and a talent. Just as one person, there's a plus-minus ratio, they say, will he increase the games? Just like Lonzo Ball. As much as people complain, I said, is there going to be a plus-game comparison? They did. They won ten extra games this year, which
2: I could argue so, ten extra games out of an eighty-game season yeah, is what percentage? Yeah, 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 yeah but it's still it, a, it's, it's almost nothing, right? I know so it's I not a significant.
3: It. No, the I, expertise and also the experience in the playoffs. Well,
2: that's what it is. Would to be determined just like the issue about Houston. Even though I think having Chris Paul make certain things that hasn't been borne out yet. Mm-hmm. In other words, the team did well last year, so. They have to do. They have to do better than that to say that to me that right. he made it better. Right. You can, or else you could say, well, it looked better.
3: I that's what I But be the determine. outcome may not so.
2: To be determined. Absolutely. To be determined. Right. I don't know
3: that. Right. And I'm, and I'm saying, if I'm the CEO, I spend that much money, and I go, and look, I, on paper, here's your ex. The plus sure. minus. If I get equal amount of gains, and I spent an extra hundred fifty million dollars. I'm going to my expertise and say, here's the players you want. Or you can go draft and build to later. And so these teams are making these decisions. Most of us said when those three get together,
2: we're going to see a little
3: bit more fire. It just didn't happen. I don't think anybody gets this. They're not going to get out of the, the first The teams round. that, and
2: I think maybe this is part of the problem with the Lakers, the teams that like instant fixes with remarkable changes in their teams, to me, I think you're going to see all of them performing consistently. Right. I, was, I will say it again. The, you don't need to go into Oklahoma and take change that team with a sledgehammer. It needs surgical precision. That's what I said about Cleveland. So you go in and do these huge turnovers to the team, and you don't make anything better. That's what Cleveland did. It didn't really make it better. So we will see. I'm not for that method of coaching or player management. I'm more for teams that show up different. For example, even though they didn't do well this year, right? San Antonio, for small market, over the course of 20 years, right? That's the kind of pattern right. that I want to demonstrate. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I don't, I don't. What the Lakers are doing, like this whole thing of getting the big marquee player, this and that. I think a lot of those ways of managing teams, right? Lead to failure. Correct. Right. And and what we do. They fear. haven't even got them yet.
3: They, they haven't. What I'm saying. Well,
2: when they do, they, with everything they've done, they have to take responsibility for all right. the changes they've made right. in preparation for whatever, whatever they're going to do. Right. So, so far to me, I go like you to be justice.
3: Absolutely. Okay. It's time to give some respect to the ladies who run this. Let me just say, run this bitch. You know, they're the place where you say, where can the women compete with the men? Very few sports you can't. So I have to give an acknowledgement because I remember parking to the old school player. It's a man's world, except in Commerce, Georgia. So I want to give a shout-out. NHRA Southern Nationals in Commerce, Georgia, Top Fuel Funny Car, won by Leah Pritchett. Courtney wins. Um, I am excuse me, Top Fuel. And Courtney wins funny Car. Number one, they win the Wally on the same day. It's only happened once in history where the women dominate the top fastest cars on the track. And I'm saying it's not not a man's world anymore. We're talking about one-to-one, holding it up, which gives me the question to ask Mario. What's the fastest car you would want to drive in at a limit. 120, 100, 80. So oh, no, none of that. And <laughs> let me just be clear. Right.
2: NHRA, that's drag racing. Right? I didn't even say that. I wasn't sure. Yeah, right. that was yeah so well, I just said NHRA. So you, that's drag racing. Yep. So those are, that racing is, you know, yes. in a straight line. <laughs> yes. yes. It's going fast. Yes. Uh, <laughs> not, <laughs> not, I'm not saying. ever, I'm always right. sure how oh. to term it racing because I go, <laughs> right. Like almost like NASCAR, where you only turn in one direction, you right. know, left, <laughs> left, 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 left. 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 Right. I mean, right. I don't know. Uh, that is least racing. Right. So, yeah. But drag I, I, well, you know, you've had some famous women. You had a couple of really famous women in the past in drag racing yes, here in Southern California. Absolutely. So I think it's wonderful, and I support. I support the women. You know what? I will say this. Y'all yeah, taking on all the dangerous shit, huh? The dude. The <laughs> more look, power look. to you. Hey, look. More power to you. I want the men to stop doing some of this stuff. They're going they to have, you know, the women doing drag racing, which is dangerous, people, you know. Look. Die. So, anyway, I just want to say congratulations to the
3: ladies for their heart, for their perseverance, for the talent. Yeah. Let's yeah, give sure. them a clap. Yeah, that's <laughs> it. If you want to get a, a, a couple of shots the winning car. You see Leah purchased right below there. She has uh she drove hers to a three point eight seven four second thousand feet at three hundred and twenty two miles per hour. That's crazy. <laughs> Why, <laughs> Why I'm man? not doing any of that. <laughs> not man I can't even do eighty five anymore on the freeway. You're
2: way. not gonna do
3: it right. Hey look the Wally also represents that there's a winner in funny car and that's Courtney. She got hers for her second victory of the season at four point oh four Six seconds at $313. Who the hell is Wally that's win. Win. That's the damn one? That's the name of the trophy, That's the name
2: the of the L. trophy, L. man. Chevy Chase movie. Hey, man. It's a Wally World. we go to Wally World. Hey, man. I'm Have just a chick fil I'm just saying
3: this. <laughs> when you go look at these women and what they're doing, it's more about what they do with the speed and how they compete with the man straight up. Very few sports where men and women are not separated by the gender. So I want to give shots out. Okay, thoughts real quick. I call this thoughts. If the Cleveland Cavaliers win the, um, I say the NBA title, will we forget Tristan Thompson's personal dilly-dally? <laughs> no, because a bunch of the women can care
2: less about the Cleveland Cavaliers. Oh. All they care about oh. is Tristan Thompson. Oh. Per- what, what we learned is the power of social media. Right. When you can go and get booed at a sporting event for cheating your old lady, Okay, I'm just saying the world has changed. Imagine that, big, big. Imagine back in our day going into a party, just going to a neighborhood party, and we walk in and go like, you cheaters, you cheaters, Victor Allen, you cheated on my friend. And the whole party goes, oh, oh, oh. You mean
3: like at our parties where we got those kind of <laughs> <laughs> Okay, you got some? I'm just saying
2: <laughs> You got something? I would be shy. That's the end of an era, players get called out in the arena. And you guys, don't let's not mistake that. There were guys who sat there quietly while their old lady went crazy. Absolutely. Tristan Thompson, oh, yeah, I Maybe, Maybe I just brought you to the game, you know. Tristan Watch what Cleveland does. Watch, watch the fans. Trilogy of Clarendon. Watch the fans when they win that NBA
3: title. Watch, watch the mirror. Win NBA title. If they win that NBA
2: they're title, they're not going to win the NBA title. I'm. Listen, I don't root against LeBron because I have so much respect for him. I don't root against him. You know, there's certain people that I don't want to root against. I won't root against Hunter Horford. Right. You know, so I just try to watch the game and root for whoever does the best. Right. So, but they don't have a chance. Cleveland, okay, Cleveland don't have a chance. They can't be Houston or Golden State. That would be a sweat. They would. They would almost get swept. They would. I would. I would put like this. If they won't win, but they won't lose. Well, it's like this: if they won't win two, <laughs> that's out
3: see they Steve may get a
2: good. game, okay. okay, but they won't win two, okay, okay.
3: All right, I guess they, they don't, don't they,
2: have it, dude. I'm sorry, they don't have even it. Even
3: though they got two good players at their anchors, it's not enough, though. It's not, not
2: enough. enough. Not not enough. enough. They, they they haven't been playing together long yeah. enough. They need that bench additions, even though I think those long term work for them. Nance and Clarkson, right. I think, are great additions for them. Right. They're, no, it's not enough to be. No, they can't <laughs> be Houston.
3: <used in, laughs> like I said, they may
2: get one. And that's coming from somebody who kind of. I like LeBron. I'm a LeBron. I admit to being a fan of his. I even know, but, but, you're, but I like.
3: He I like can't everything. do everything. No, no, I agree. I believe I mean, they, they're yeah. a, First of all, they don't play defense the way they used to. So that's number one. LeBron can't that's do That's one it. thing.
2: That's a big He can't thing. do that and score 40 points. If he has to score 40 points a night for I them agree. to win, I come agree. on, man. That's not even fair.
3: That's why I said. Look at the parity of the scoring of the big four versus big four. He has a big chunk of it, and he can't take on it. has to be dispersed. And, and right. they
2: haven't shown they need Kevin Love to be getting more like 18-20 right. a game. They need Jr. Right. actually I get said. 14. They're
3: getting older. 14, they're
2: getting, right? They're and they great. need, like, Tristan Thompson to get. He can still get 12 to 14, but would help you get 16.
3: They're going to step up. Anyway, let me go to the next one. Are the National Hockey League Vegas Golden Knights the biggest story in sports to date in 2018? Yeah, because it's Las Vegas. No, it's because they're going to the Western Conference Finals in their franchise year, first year.
2: Right, at Las Vegas. Right. It's it a big deal, it's still, right? Now, you wonder what they did. To me, I always say, sometimes they set up franchises to do better, Vic. We even have seen that in the NFL, NBA, because they, it's how they personally vote those rules right. for how they come up with the players. You know, they give rules like where you can protect right. X number of players, and they get to pull from your players, right. and they get to draft. So I would say give a heads up. And some accolades to right. the hockey management systems because they made it possible, right. which is exciting for everybody, right? Yeah. to Get that in there. Yeah. You know that that they get applause. Where's my, There you go. Give applause.
3: Okay, the last one here. I have to correct. Uh, I'll go enough. an update. I love the word here. If Mario, if invited to the Kentucky Derby on a rainy day, would you walk on the rain-soaked track with the favorite horse?
2: Yeah, with my babe wearing that big-ass hat. So So
3: you you would walk.
2: You have to have the big-ass hat. Rain soaked. Yes, I would have my special boots, except for some of the horse poo-poo. Okay, got it. might be some horse poo-poo. Right. But at the Kentucky Derby, first of all, you throw back those mint juleps. And if you've never had a mint julep, people forget how wonderful mint juleps are. They're really light and refreshing. Right. So don't get your babe out there. You know you're gonna be boning her later that night. Okay. You get her out there this is not in the perfection. big hat. You get the drink to. the drink the the drinks. You get big time commercial. But uh, you join the Kentucky Derby
3: commercial? They're all with beautiful women in the big hats. Let's go to the next. First, First. of all, I want to give a shout out to UCLA, the UCLA Bruins the women's volleyball team, Yay. national champs. Got to give them respect. Also, you guys, we ran along today because we're back on morning coffee here. I'm out. Stay tuned for uh, a hot you know. Mr. Allen, do the sports. Written and directed by the
2: gifted Calvin Black man, Mr. Allen, who played every sport. Oh, that's Jackson. He played that's 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 that. all those sports. We all do, we got it. You can prove it because he has our outfit. That's right. That's right. That's right. Tune in for the recurring segment, with Allen, do those sports. Hot and heavy, yeah, just right, be ready, you love it, it's fun. First day back, we love it, what's happening Lizzie, Mac, PMC. everybody, Ray, Cassie, what's up?
3: source, it's what the person is using as the analytics, how often they updated it, and the content in which it was updated. The number of edits can be used as a surrogate measure of controversy because frequent revisions over a long period of time are caused by underlying conflict of interest between Wikipedia editors. So we're going to see, if you're going to be shocked by... Well, let
2: me just make sure I got this right, because I use Wikipedia. Mm-hmm. Wikipedia is an online encyclopedia mm-hmm. that's edited by the world. Yes. Anyone makes edits. there right. they have people who review the edits. Mm-hmm. You can lodge a complaint against an edit, like if you don't agree. Right. So it has an ongoing process by which people add to postings and have those postings critiqued by the world at large. Right. So I totally get this. So when so that means when you have a posting that people are editing, and as you said, how many times? 10,000 times? The, the, at least 10,000 10, times since, that someone has
3: edited. Since 2001. And you're going to get... That's group. an incredible amount of attention for that post. And as we go down the list quickly, you're going to pick your number one, two, and is there somebody who shockingly is on there that you didn't think would be? That
2: just means that these are the people who
3: postings have a historical
2: importance, yeah. and that's why they're being edited. So it's going to be things that have extreme historical importance where people are going to be disagreeing as to what the legacy of those people are.
3: And you're, some people, surprisingly, because history tends to roll backwards when you say, hey, here's something that's happened but you'll be shocked by a few of the people that's in here. So let's go right to the list and take you to number one. And it's not in the numerical order of uh, uh, what we're presenting. Number one, Adolf Hitler, German politician who was the leader of the Nazi party, and Hitler initiated World War II in Europe with the invasion of Poland in September 1939 and was central to the Holocaust. All we're doing... Call the, the
2: personality, I'm not surprised. Again, right. these are the type of things that in Wikipedia are gonna invite different people to comment. You can imagine the people that would comment right on his bio, his legacy. Right. Even in the world of academia, so it's gonna be huge. Yes, absolutely not surprised at all. Let's
3: go to number two, because we got ten here. Going to the next. Of course they're an alphabetical order. Barack Obama. American President who served as the 44th President of the United States from January 2009 to January 20th, 2017. The first African American to assume the presidency. It's on that list. No particular order, you're saying? This is alphabetical, but there's a 1 through 10. There's a top dog. Oh, yeah, because I'd be curious who was the top. You're right. All right. So that's number two. Okay. Let's go to the next. Do I need to say more? Do I need to say more? Just say like Beyonce, right? Do I need to say more? It's that simple. Big lady was. be right. So uh, let me just say this. American singer, songwriter, act, song, uh, actress, Forbes ranked her as the most powerful female in entertainment on their 2015 and 2017 list. So she got power. Now, does that mean it's controversial? That all is depending. And all different questions popular. Right. But it's the updates and changes. Let's go to the next. Let's keep it rolling. Okay. Britney Spears, American singer, dancer, and actress. Spears was credited with influencing the revival of teen pop during the late 1990s and early 2000s. How did she get on this list? (laughs) <laughs> You've got a good picture. <laughs> Wait a minute. How did she get top ten now? And you should see the list of a hundred people. You, It's shocking to me sometimes. Don't make fun of Britney. Just hey, man. Don't make fun of that's just, that's just the way it is. Let's go to the next. Next up. Uh, it's real simple, man. George W. Bush, American politician who served as the 43rd president of the United States from 2001 to 2009. After his re-election, Bush received increasingly heated criticism from across the political spectrum for his handling of the Iraq War, Hurricane Katrina, and other challenges. Not surprising to you, man? No. Not at all, no? No. No. All right. Okay, let's go to the next. The The order is what's going to (laughs) surprise me. Right. Okay. Jesus Christ. He is the central figure in Christianity. Most Christians believe him to be the incarnation of the goddess. That's got to be the most controversial. That's got to be number one. And the awaited Messiah, Christ, prophesied in the Old Testament. That no is gonna chime in That's got to be
2: number one. Because, <laughs> right. so you know, the controversy over there. And imagine people objecting to your objection. Right. You could put an objection and say, well, this is being... Blah, 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 blah. Right.
3: right. And because I believe in the image that you do and let people say, this is who he was like to me. So that's why I didn't give you. You mean the blind, blue-eyed Jesus? I, you know, I'm you i just giving people. That's well, the
2: that thing. People go like, pray to the blind, blue-eyed <laughs> Jesus. There we go. So he, he had to I'm just saying, if if you need, by the issue, I would view big. You can make Jesus look like whatever you want Thank to you. make it relevant to you. Absolutely. But I also add this. Right. But if you really need for Jesus to be blind and blue-eyed, you're a racist. Okay. If you really need that, if you have to have that, it can't be a real looking. If the idea of a Jesus that's historically accurate bothers you, then you're a bigot. Okay. You're got a bigot. I and got, I got say play. that if you're black.
3: For self hate and trepidation too. There you go. We got a sounding board, you guys. All right. Let's go to the next. I always say you find surprises here. Next up, Cain. American oh, professional that's the first surprise. Actor, <laughs> businessman, politician signed to WWE on the Raw brand. Outside of professional wrestling, Jacobs has made numerous guest appearances in film and television, including the lead role in the 2006 WWE Studios production, See No Evil, and 2014 sequel. Jacobs, oh, I tell those. Yes, Jacob is a longtime <laughs> supporter of a libertarian political columnist. Yeah, right. All right, so... Got you a little bit shocking, because I picked out there, right? <laughs> he just had to go there. So you got your first surprise.
2: Yeah, I don't even know who that is. I don't watch wrestling. Right. I have a brain. brain You know, they make money. Man. I got a <laughs> pen. Somebody's got to buy a pen, right? Let's
3: go to the next. Let's go to the next. Oh, boy. Let's keep it rolling. All right. Michael Jackson, American singer, songwriter, and dancer. Dove the King of Pops, Jackson became a figure of controversy in the 1980s due his, to his changing physical appearance, his relationships, and behavior. Forbes ranked Michael Jackson as the top-earning deceased celebrity for the fifth consecutive year in 2017. He's still making cheese. Above so, Elvis? Yes. We'll see yes. where Prince comes in. He's talking about money now. Because so right. you know, change Are you no, surprised that he's on the list? No. Okay, let's go to the next. One surprise was K. R. I All right, I got you. Oh, surprise, Roger Federer. That's how yeah. surprise. Yeah. Right. I heard of him. <laughs> Swiss professional tennis player who is currently ranked number two in the men's singles tennis by the Association of Tennis Professionals, ATP. He is regarded by many. Fans, players, and analysts as the greatest really? tennis big. player of all time. How did he get on this? I don't know because I didn't think tennis,
2: I would have thought it would have been Venus or Serena. Yeah. Before they, him. It's but then. there's still the female thing. You know? Right. And even before that, Chris so, Evers maybe even. Right. The tennis. Okay. But you know what? Again right. it's the Wikipedia. Who's going to Wikipedia? And I'm a yes, But it's still funny to see Roger Federer. I'm right. sorry. I don't I, yes, get it that is. one. It is. I don't get that one. Okay.
3: Let's go to this. Let's go to the, the last of the list, and then we can make our choices. The Undertaker. Wrestler. The American professional wrestler. I don't know who he is, but is currently he is. Signed. Don't tell anybody, the They're going to get on you. Uh, Simon no, I, I have a brain. <laughs> yeah, okay, and so Undertaker do, became WWE's longest ever tenure performer. His 26 year long standing the company has earned him the nickname the soul of the WWE. That's why I said, don't tell anybody, man. Don't tell, don't, don't tell. Listen, <laughs> don't tell anybody. I will defend if you know a lot of the WWE
2: people that your pro- productivity <laughs> level, it's about a two. E- email You're Mario. Email Mario. You're on the list, of... Slow people. <laughs> no, see. Every baby
3: is to See What happens? <laughs> okay. So here we go, Mario. You got your list. Just so you know, if you want to do this by going through the list, first before you do, Mario, just give me, guess who you're surprised not to see? Okay. Think about I'm it. I'm going number one with Jesus. <laughs> okay. All right. Number one, Jesus. Anybody else?
2: Number Please. two. I'm going to go with number two being... Barack Obama. Got it. And my number three being
3: hit Okay. Well, good. Now, what we're going to do instead of going through this to go down to the bottom of the page, and you're going to get your analytics and tell you exactly the results.
2: And, and you, the
3: results. and the number one person doubles the number two. So who's your number one spot?
2: The number one spot, according to Wikipedia, and that's again by the edit, George W. Bush. How many edits? Forty-five thousand edits. Right. Wow. which is double that of number two almost, Michael Jackson. Right. Uh 28. Then number three is Jesus. <laughs> number four, Barack Obama. Number five, Adolf Hitler. Number six, Britney Spears. Number seven, The Undertaker. Number eight, Roger Federer. Number nine, Kane. Number two, Beyoncé. I'm just
3: amazed that Shane <laughs> right. and The Undertaker, because right. again, I have a brain. Wait a minute. You know what I'm amazed at? Some of y'all have a big air bubble. I would sit there and go is. like this. George Bush is going around like this. Going like this. I'm more popular than G.
2: Well, I guess, if that's what you equate to popularity, I would say you had the most Wikipedia. As
0: I was
2: say, I would go like. I'm just saying. You had the most Wikipedia edits. And these what did I tell you? that equals popularity, you could just mean that people get place. your shit wrong. You're in a bad place. That's right? what it means. That people get your shit wrong, <laughs> right. so often that it's the most edited. <laughs> That's what it means to me. <laughs>
3: All right, I'm done, man. When I picked, I knew he was going to do this. <laughs> this is a perfect, I thought about Mark. he was going to chime in. I picked that he was going to pick Jesus, I said he was going to pick Jesus. Jesus came in third.
2: That's controversial. <laughs> yeah. I think people more agree. They agree more on Jesus than they do on George Third W.
0: Bush. Bush. Okay, I agree. I know,
3: Let me tell you who really I'm shocked about. I'm gonna be honest with you. Number two? Michael Jackson. I really didn't think he was gonna race like that. I didn't. Well again. Over everyone else.
2: No. I think you need a pop I think you need a popular figure involved in controversy. Right. Notice that Beyonce's at the bottom. Mm-hmm. She's there because she's a popular figure, but right. she's not involved in controversy. Right. How about Britney Spears? You know she's not more popular than Beyonce. Once again, she's involved in controversy. Right. Beyonce has some, but again, I guess
3: not like the other folks. Like I said, you guys, it's wonderful list. I should bring a part two to you because you got to see the other players. But until then, I'm out. i done. That's
2: it. Uh, high pitch. Well, thank you all for tuning in today. We went a little long first day back, but it's wonderful to be back. Yeah. Be part of that. Remember, still working with the technology, had a variety of little minor issues again with our streaming setup. want well, to thank you all for being part of the party and hanging in there with us.
3: Thank you,
2: folks. Live 360, some interruptions, but it's up there. High def continues. Thank you for being part of Pac-Stereo's pioneering efforts as we attempt to bring you the latest technology right here in the hood. And as we say, we may not be in the ghetto, but we can't see the fence. <laughs> nope, and they're cloud the fence. They're climbing the fence again, damn it. Yeah. Let the dogs out. Who let the dogs out? Oh, shit. Pac-Stereo, see you all. We're get down. First I'm not your regular dude Got moves
4: like a year, so the devil be gotta down the light.
2: Your playlist, broadcast transition.
1: Your playlist, broadcast transition.
2: See y'all. Oh. Yeah. See y'all. See y'all. nice to gate. It's been another Pax Trio production. Brought to you live from Los Angeles, California, PaxNow TV, Neo Urban Internet Television.
3: We're that transition now
2: from live to our broadcast machine. We're waiting for the systems to catch up with us as we work. We are live. Look at you. Childcast. Facebook.